0: Hello, everyone. Future Liz here. Now, we recorded this episode for Hooked by Emily McIntyre a few months ago, and at that time, we were not aware of Emily's condition. She is currently fighting breast cancer and going through chemotherapy. Now, we wish Emily the absolute best in her journey battling cancer, and we hope that she feels better soon. Please, if you would like to know anything more about her and her journey, go to her website at emilymcintyre.com. Go to the bottom where there are the links to her socials and you can follow her journey there. Now on with the show. everyone welcome to another episode of looking for love in all the wrong dust jackets a show where three old biddies who knew each other from their heydays in college decide to get together and talk about romance novels or all things romance in books movies tv shows video games who the fuck knows Uh, my name is liz i am danny i'm wiggles and welcome to the show okay everyone (laughs) we are reading hooked by emily mcintyre but before we get into it y'all know the drill hell i've already swore once in this damn thing uh we're gonna swear we're gonna obviously talk about the book so spoilers for the book we're gonna talk about all the sexy naughty times in the book uh and we're not gonna pull any punches so there you go yep there you go big facts big facts also though before we get into the book it's everybody's favorite segment what are you reading or watching or doing now wiggles you start this time
1: Oh, no!
2: <laughs>
1: I didn't like the book I read that much. So I finished reading. Oh shit, God, I obviously loved it so much. I forgot the title. <laughs> Life After Life" by Kate Atkinson. It was a solid three. like it had really it had its high moments, it had its low moments. but like the like the plot of this book is this girl woman, Ursula Todd. And I say girl, woman, because you see her at a variety of time periods in her life, keeps dying and then going back in time and reliving her life again in making different choices and and having different outcomes and and all kinds of things. And because of that, a lot of the like really emotional beats that you like want to really feel, you don't because it doesn't have the depth that it should have because she's just going to die again anyway and the this this character's not going to have this interaction with her again the next time or in the same way or is not going to uh die because of this moment or is not going to have this interaction because of that moment whatever and so it just kind of like pulls all the punch out of everything so it just had good moments and it had eh, moments
2: that's that's all I've been reading. I didn't really read a lot this week. Well, besides the book that we did read, although I did say I did start the uh, Basilisk book, which now I can't remember mm. what it's actually called. Entranced by the Basilisk. Thank you. By Lillian Were Lund. you entranced? I am entranced. I'm about halfway through it and was like, shit, I got to read the book for this podcast, not <laughs> the one that's in my soul at the moment. <laughs> that one's got
0: wall sex energy, man. It
2: does have wall sex energy. <laughs> mm.
0: What about you? I have been a little sickly, so I haven't been reading as much. I I say that and then I'll tell you that I read half of a book. You're the best of us, shut up. <laughs> I am still watching Sex Life on Netflix. I would recommend it. It very much fits the theme of our podcast, so do that. And there's lots of butt.
2: <laughs> Ooh, I do like a butt.
0: <sighs> yeah. And then I've been reading mm, It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. I wasn't too certain on it because the beginning of it kind of has a, the Hallmark movie vibe where the rich girl from the big city oh. moves to the small town and falls yeah. in love with the like grizzled <laughs> tree farmer. Yeah. I always
1: find that to be such a like odd thing because like, no. No. You, right. Have you been to a small town? No. no. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what kind of specimens are out there? Also that. <laughs> you got meth head Mike and you got... <laughs> <laughs> You got deadbeat Danny. Like, so. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. I was just going with a rhyming scheme. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I will say I do actually really like it. So it takes that kind of similar well-known plot, but makes it sassy and, and kind of makes sense. And I just got through the first sex scene and it was very nice. Oh, it was very nice. That's me. Okay. Off to the races. Woohoo! That is this book. So, Danny, what the fuck does book be about? So
2: this book, and I will say, um, just for everybody's knowledge, this is the first time that we've read a book that none of us have read before reading it for this recording and or none of us has read anything from the author. So mm-hmm. it was an interesting choice on my part, I will say. It is a <laughs> kind of, it's not Peter Pan. Like, that's kind of what you expect it to be a little bit, but it's not. It's just they used the names and some of the little, like, mannerisms and stuff in Peter Pan, but it's not. It is a mafia romance, a dark mafia romance. Basically, it follows James Barry. He is also known as Hook, and he is in a quest to get revenge on Peter Michaels, who apparently murdered his family and he's decided that he's going to use his daughter Wendy against him. He does at one point kidnap her after they've already been dating. It was a very confusing part admittedly for me. But yeah, he's trying to get revenge through her family ties. There is a lot of nods to Peter Pan in it though.
0: Okay. And wigs, uh tell us about Emily. Okay. So she doesn't have a lot available kind
1: of like a lot of the authors that we're finding more and more we're running into this thing where they just don't have a ton about themselves out there so this is what i can tell you on her website it says exactly this quote (laughs) emily mcintyre is an international and amazon top 15 best-selling author known for her never after series where she gives favorite gives our favorite villains their happily ever afters with books that range from small town dark romance. She doesn't she doesn't like to box herself into one type of story, but at the core of all her novels is soul deep love. When she's not writing, you can find her waiting on her long lost Hogwarts letter, enjoying her family, or lost between the pages of a good book. So yeah, that's what her about page says. Also, specifically for this book, there's a content warning, And it is as follows. Uh, We will talk about plenty of these things, I'm sure. Graphic sexual scenes, breath play, choking, torture, murder, physical assault, kidnapping, mentions of pedophilia slash sexual abuse of a minor, mentions of physical abuse of a minor. So just be aware if you're considering picking up this book, it's to use the phrasing that she uses a painful messy beautiful romance yeah it's it's dark from my understanding that's the style she writes in for all of her books so just kind of keep that in mind if you're looking at really any of 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 her writing
2: i will say it is a that is a genre of dark romance
0: the mafia romance or
2: yeah there is a a genre that is the dark romance quote unquote Yeah. yeah and that is what i mean it flat out says that it's a dark romance to begin with so that was what i was expecting honestly i mean i i like a dark romance so i know you guys aren't overly a big fan
1: no no tell like tell us what you like tell us tell us your honest like you liked this book. I did. Talk to us about the best parts of this book because like I don't let us like influence <laughs> anything. We're gonna shut up. I wanna hear I wanna hear your your hot your hot take on this book. I just I really,
2: really do. I I like that she kind of goes from like her dad hung the moon to realizing all his faults and stuff. I do like I like not their relationship; it's toxic. I'm well aware, but I I like the spice between them. I like the mm-hmm. the I like him. Like he's he's all dark and broody and moody, and I like it. Got problems. He's got trauma. He's got problems. He's <laughs> got trauma. The, I mean, there is a ring re- reason I'm single. God damn. <laughs> um, I like Sorry. those things about him. <laughs>
1: unlike the prince from uh, Ever After, he passes the trauma
2: test. Yes, Yes. he does. (laughs) He does pass the trauma test. (laughs) And I do like that he's kind of, they've kind of built their family. I know it's a mafia, but they are pretty much family, except for a few. But Mm -hmm. he's essentially in it because he was saved from his uncle by a guy who ran part of the mafia in a didn't seem like it was an overly large town. Yeah, I'm a, I'm very confused about that. That was a little confusing to me too. Like, why would two mafia bosses be fighting for territory in like what didn't seem like a big city?
0: Right. If everybody knew him, knew James, our male protagonist, I don't know, a male male bro. If everybody like knew him, how big is this city? Yeah. And why would some guy who owns an airplane company come to this city?
2: That is – that was a little weird to me. I didn't understand why her multimillionaire father decided to come to this town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it didn't – I mean, it's a city, but it's it, It's not a large one. I think at best it's the size of the city that we're in. Yeah, which is not large. It's just – it's not a – I don't think it's a – it's not a New York no. thing. No,
1: no. In my head, I don't know why, but I placed this in Ohio.
0: It's in Massachusetts. I the East Coast.
1: I know, but like the the cities are in Massachusetts are too big for this. Yeah. yeah, and so I kept thinking of like, okay, what's a what's a state that would have cities that are small enough that this could make sense? And I kept thinking of Ohio because like it just didn't make any fucking sense and i understand that doesn't make sense with the whole like boat situation right but like it also the cities don't make sense
0: but i mean the reality of it is it is a fantasy even if it is using states that are in the us the yeah. cities aren't real
1: right yeah th- there was a lot of that kind of stuff that was really confusing to me cuz it was also like i'm gonna i'm gonna let jump ahead if that's okay with the yeah. two of you to to the the SME reveal oh to the end uh, yes that's a big spoiler <laughs> yeah like i'm jumping ahead big 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 spoiler if that's okay um because that part was very very confusing to me well okay wasn't confusing to me like that got telegraphed as soon as you was like okay we're trusting this guy for no reason mm-hmm. i was like this is a bad guy <laughs> well bad guy <laughs> is relative in this yeah. story but this is somebody that's not trustworthy in the context i was like We've, we've got these people that get introduced and then get ignored. Okay. So like her friends, right? So yeah. we've got first act people yeah. that then get it dropped off and ignored. All right. And then we've got this one character that is not being ignored. <laughs> that like that's saying something, right? That's saying that they're going to at least play an important part in what happens later on down yeah.
2: the line. Mm-hmm. Cause they do. They mention Smee a lot, and you're like, "Why? He's just
1: what What I say. What, what I mean when I say it, it was confusing is that there wasn't anything to make this matter. It just like seemed like this character. The best. I think what the the note I put in like my Kindle app was like, "This is giving Valentine vibes." at like the end of the first Moral Instruments book when he just like shows up, and you're like what's what's the deal here why are you like this <laughs> I, <laughs> like it just yeah. in the context of what's happening it didn't make sense it just sort of was
0: shoehorned in there to give an additional conflict see and i, I mean i liked the conflict as far as having another like a third party i didn't like necessarily being it because yeah that felt a little like why though i just wanted it to be moira is that who? Is that the bartender gal? Yeah. I just. Well, Moira was in a. Dis- yeah, she, she was. was hired was by like... him. But she worked she for She just Smead. wasn't the big bat. Yeah, that's what I mean. I just wanted yeah. it to be her. Like, I just wanted it to be her. And that's yeah. like the
2: end of it. Yeah. I do love the, like, jealous cunty angle in some books. Like, I, and I know it's wrong. I just. I love that sometimes. I'm like, yeah, that's right. It's the jealous bitch.
0: The... Yeah, I guess. I just felt like a lot of the characters, I was going to say a lot of the side characters, but I think just the characters were caricatures if that makes sense
1: yeah yes
0: they were yeah
1: they they were barely a step up from like soap opera characters is what they felt like a lot of them like and i think that's the the problem i had with the SME reveal is that sure. it felt like something that would play out in a in a soap opera like it, it was like you're secretly my twin and you're like dun 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 <laughs> like you ever everything about that like final act like felt like it needed to have that like that uh chick monk that turns around like dun dun, dun. yeah especially the, like everything
0: especially the reveal that john was actually james's brother and i'm just yes like, this seems unnecessary yeah
2: that one did i was like pardon like fine yes me is his cousin i can actually see that right um Mm -hmm. his his uncle was an abusive asshole they both got problems i get Mm -hmm. that but when they he was like oh yeah you know john is actually his brother i was like okay
0: all righty there hold on the only reason that 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 seemed to exist was just to give peter peter an excuse to be a dick to jonathan well and to try to kill james and, and successfully kill his family is because like Oh, my wife cheated on me with my business partner, so I'm gonna shoot their plane down. Yeah, one well, to give
1: to give Wendy a justifiable reason to kill her father. Yeah, or to lo- or yeah. you know what I mean. Like the, the the it was very clear that the author wanted um, James and Wendy to end up together, and there's no way until until Peter's gone. Peter is a villain. Yeah, and and um out of the picture in Wendy's eyes
0: that that's possible. Yeah, right? absolutely. I thought that was possible <laughs> though even before because like he proved himself to be a dick yeah. long before and was like willing to just yes. sacrifice her to save himself. Like they didn't need the extra little bit there.
2: She'd already seen him like literally taunting James over his best friend and but mentor being murdered and, you know,
0: Well, that wouldn't cause you to kill your dad, but what might Is when um, he's basically kind of proven that he would, like, give you up so that he could, like, survive. That could have been a little bit clearer, I think, that moment. But then...
1: But I think if James had killed her dad, she wouldn't have chosen to stay No, no, no. She needed to kill him. She
0: needed to kill him. Absolutely. Or he just needed to, like, go off in the distance and be...
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, So I... The dynamic between Wendy and her dad like I I get it, but I feel like she could have leaned further. I, okay, so one of the parts that I really did like, um, and I think that she wrote really well, is the bit where he's like, "I'll you know I would give you everything or whatever." And there there's the line where, it, he's that I thought that was great. That was like, if you wanted to see the world burn, she's like, "Let me guess, you'd light everything on fire," and he's like, "No, I'd give you the man." uh match and uh stand at your back and yeah. you be the queen of the great line
2: and watch you be the king right. queen of the ashes. That one admittedly Indeed. I was like and you're mine, sir. Great.
1: <laughs> great line. I wanted that so much earlier in the book. Yeah. Right? The the way I had, had envisioned this book playing out is that he was um seducing her
2: through all this not fucking kidnapping her and so well that had been his original plan was to seduce her and use her against her father and use her against her father but when his friend died and he thought she had something to do with it is when he decided yes and that's for me
1: why this entire story breaks down because for me what she wrote is nothing but male violence. Oh. That's all she yeah, wrote. You
0: don't come back from that in my mind. Like that's that's no. the end. And like I like a good kidnapping story if it's done correctly. Usually there has to mm-hmm. be like some supernatural creature and then you can like justify it because like oh they they don't understand each other's cultures and, yeah. and blah blah blah. But um yeah. This one was just too cruel. And and yeah. he didn't no. come back from it. Until until all of a sudden he was like oh but I'm madly in love with you and that was the part that bothered me that there wasn't enough forgiveness. Yeah, there was. There should have been
2: fights and pleading for forgiveness and the realization and him fully explaining that it was a misunderstanding and no I shouldn't have done that and you know there should have been a lot more. And she just came. Yeah, she did. I was like
0: oh, Mm. I don't understand. It took him so long too because he knew that she knew nothing about this at the dinner at the gala but he just kept going along with it for a while afterwards and I'm like bro you know fucking you
1: stop it stop being a dick well and like so to me the moment like where I stopped rooting for them was I keep going in this insane order. I'm so sorry. But like the moment where I stopped rooting for them was when he tracked down the guy that yelled at her at the coffee shop and then killed him. Kidnapped, tortured and killed him. Because immediately what set off in my mind is if he can do this to a total fucking stranger. Guess what he can do to you, Wendy? And sure enough, a handful of chapters down the road, what does he fucking do? Exactly that. Um, And, like, does she know that he did this? No. But, like, we as the reader do. Yeah. And so that's why I say, like, what what this author wrote was just male fucking violence. It was not. ah, It was. I just, like, I couldn't get behind it because, like, I understand that we're supposed to see him as a villain and that he is. But he wasn't a villain in the sense that. We look at when you look at the villains that we're compelled by in most media. Um, there's something redeeming about them, there's literally nothing redeeming about Hook. And at the end, we're supposed to be happy that he has kids when he could literally fly off the handle and murder them if a fucking clock's around.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Seriously, yeah, I can see that.
1: I don't, like, that's not a happy ending to me. That's, that's like, she has now hitched her wagon to a fucking abusive
2: asshole. I will say the, um, so, I was always a little suspicious of Smee just because I was like, hmm, who are you? Why are you? You know, I know with it in the connotation of Captain Hook and Smee, he's always supposed to be there. But, like, I, something about him just kind of made me knitted.
0: There was one scene, and I think it was the scene where she, like, left the boat just to go be by the water. And yeah. Then, um, mm-hmm. there, I think it was that one scene where he was just acting too off or too nice or something. And I was like, you are sketchy.
2: Well, it, it, that and the fact that he obviously unlocked the door for her because when James yeah. left, it was locked. And two, he was just like, he kind of pretty much was like, do whatever you want. And like, she was asking for permission and everything. So if he had any authority to give her any sort of permission whatsoever james wouldn't have gotten pissed at her you know what i mean
1: well i think the giveaway was he he calls james and tells him that his her his girl is yeah. gone after yeah. telling her that she can walk around wherever she wants
2: well the one big like giveaway for me was he was working on a clock in the boat and mm-hmm. if he's worked for him for years and lived with him because he also lives on the tiger lily with him, he knows better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it would have mm-hmm. fucking come mm-hmm. up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like
2: if he has such a huge problem legitimately with like, you know, um
0: ticking timepieces, it would have come up in his home. I will say though, reading about SME from James' perspective, it does make a little sense that he had a blind spot because it was almost like the one good thing that James told himself he has done. Yeah, it like was, this w- is mm-hmm. this is me not being completely bad.
2: Well, and it was almost like he was trying right. to be um, what Rue was for him.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know,
2: like he, Rue saved him. He saved him from his uncle. Yes, mm-hmm. James murdered his uncle when he turned eighteen. But I was
0: I was forgiven that. Oh I was yeah, like, fuck yeah, yeah do, do it. that, do it
2: all.
1: Yeah, that was well. And that, that goes once again is this idea of like you can be the you can be this villain but you as long as you're redeemable Mm -hmm. right and so like up up until that point i was like sure that like you fucking deserve to murder him Mm -hmm. he's an asshole um light him up on fire absolutely and so like i think that i think she just pushed it a little too far into like really put sending home this is a bad guy and it's like yeah we get it we get it he's a fucking bad guy but you know like we also understand that Loki is a bad guy and look at how much everybody fucking loves him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Right? Well, uh, uh, so we want a bit of a tangent there. I think I saw this on, God, one of the socials and I, I really clung to it. It's the idea of like villains like becoming less villainous not because they themselves are less villainous but because the story introduces worse and worse bad guys and that's kind of Loki. It's Mm -hmm. like you were a bad guy and then it's like in in the Marvel movie. Yes. But
2: then Mm -hmm. we start
0: introducing worse and worse and worse people and then it's like oh, you're just a little puppy that bites sometimes. It's just,
2: yeah. There's I saw a thing on TikTok and it was a guy who's, no it was a girl Um, she was like talking about like the different multiverses in DC where, like, Joker does something, mm-hmm. and it was like one version of Joker versus the other, and the like Batman from the other one got into this version. And he, and he was like, Please, just please don't blow up the orphanage and everything. And like, the Joker in that time period is like horrified. Oh. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's like, Why would I do that? <laughs> because, yeah, there are just, there are different parts of it were different villains are horrific and yeah in one of them joker would have done that in the other one he's like what would i gain from that right like <laughs> they're children why would i do this and yeah it's just we have seen a worse and worse villains coming and it's like oh yeah, you're fine you're fine you're fine
0: anyway back to wiggles i'm so sorry i took us on a tangent where were you off no no a worthwhile tangent,
1: but I I do want to go back to like one of the things you said, Danny, is that he kind of like considers the mafia his fan, like or the pseudo mafia. It's never really they never really say it. But yeah. I I think they're kind of more of like a drug mule gang because yeah. they talk about yeah. like pixie dust, pixie dust. You which know what is I mean? The drugs that they sell, but they also yeah. do
0: protection rackets.
1: Yep. Yeah, they've got they've got stuff going on. Whatever, and it they is. do call them the Lost um, Boys.
0: And they also said they do move weapons, like guns and stuff, too.
1: Yeah. But I don't know how... I think Rue was the center of that family. I don't think Hook really No, no. Rue was the center of the family. He was just... Yeah, I think Hook benefited from being in that family. I don't think he really participated. You know what I mean? Like, because everybody that that turned against him, basically, Smee flat out said he's like i didn't have to work hard i just told him i'd be better than you well i think at once, the end. you know what i mean yeah
0: once rue died that kind of really gave everybody not only an opportunity because you know is hook as strong of a, a mafia gang leader mm-hmm. i don't know but seems like the answer was no but also yeah hook kind of proved himself from the beginning of the book that he's not making friends
2: well no and i will say he said when he became the like ipso facto now leader Mm -hmm. because rue is gone that's not something he ever prepared to be or wanted to be that wasn't it's not like rue was training him to take over or anything he literally was just the torture guy for him right he was the right hand man Mm -hmm. of the leader and then like it's shit yeah he wasn't planning on ever becoming the leader he didn't want that
1: well and he also even flat out says that he's like two of the people that he arguably trusts the most he stopped trying to me- remember their fucking name <laughs> the it's twins the twins right like it, this is not somebody that i am entrusting myself with if they can't even fucking remember my name i will say that. and like I'm not surprised that Moira was like, up yours, motherfucker. Like, we talk about her cunty behavior. No, no. She made the right fucking call. Like, she, this guy literally was like, come give me a blowjob whenever I fucking demand or else. What? No. She, like, I, I am, I am a Moira, like, yes, girl, betray him every goddamn day of the week he is you deserve so much better and if you gotta die going out trying please do because that man is nothing
2: but the devil get out get out jesus christ i mean i'm not gonna argue with you there i he's an ass he is i am attracted to him but (laughs) as we have previously stated i'm attracted to assholes like i i don't date for a reason it's because i have bad taste (laughs) <laughs> I can't be trusted with my own
0: decision making skills. Yeah. James is I know you're attracted to him, but I just didn't get it. And that's like eh. whatever. That's why there's three of us. We have lots of different preferences. The person I really didn't get, and I wanna know your all's opinion on it, is Wendy. She was like, she's so trusting
2: and at the same time, like like she rolls with the punches way too much, girl. Like, I'm not gonna lie. She's cool with a lot of shit that I'm like, you're you're just fine with it instantly, right? That was my biggest deal with it. Like there was, like I under I've read a lot of dark romance novels because I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie, they're a little bit my jam. Some of them, some of them, some of them I'm like, oh no, okay, okay, mm, <laughs> um, but usually there's a bit more conflict between the two characters. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's got to be the the ass kissing of a lifetime to make up for some of the shit they do and Mm -hmm.
0: he really doesn't have to do that and that is a little hit to me i also didn't like that she came in as the classic like innocent girl who's just like completely removed from her life and she doesn't have any friends and she doesn't have any connections i'm just like why are we why do we continue to do this To our heroines.
1: Well, she has friends. Yeah, but they're shitty. She's known them for two months,
0: though. (laughs) Like, she's known them for two whole months.
2: Yeah. Also, also, the one that threw me way the fuck off is she's a virgin with a choking fetish. Right? I'm like, how do you get a choking fetish? Like, okay – She's got I, This is no kink shaming. She's got a
1: lot of preferences for someone who's never had sex before. Yeah,
2: like, there's no kink shame whatsoever. Oh, absolutely not. Do I, you? I do enjoy a little bit of choking myself. But that's something you grow into with a little experience. You know what right. I mean? Like, you can be interested in and in everything, but, like, I just don't really see that as something that, like, you've never had sex or really any other kind of physical touch with anyone because she right. she lies to him the first time because she she lets him know that she's a virgin but he asks if any other man has ever done any of the other things right. and she says yes but she's lying do we know she's lying that's what she says oh i don't remember because she didn't want to seem you know right but yeah but like i'm sorry that's not something that you obtain
1: well i can understand
2: okay so this is where i think like the author if she like
1: wanted this to element to be a part of it i think that she just like needed to tweak it a little bit if she was holding her breath just like unconsciously Uh like and he and he like noticed and he'd be like oh so that's what you like then that makes more sense but her like pulling her his hand to her neck like how would you even know that like have you been taking your hand to your own neck like that's not something natural that that you would think to do and and she she said she explains it she holds her breath when she's right so like what are you trying like also
0: it didn't make sense you know what would have just fixed this whole fucking problem don't make her a virgin there's literally no there's no need (laughs) it it serves no purpose in the story
1: And all it does is make you like hook even less because he's got like the whole like possessive
0: like I don't want anybody touching my thing. I hate She's that. not a thing. I fucking hate that. Like he'd be barely even met her and he's like, oh, I own her, and I just feel this way. But things I own, I'm just I- like. Ugh. No, I admittedly kind she's of not like it, but thing. that's that's a BDSM thingy. Oh, I'm totally down for that that's, in the bedroom. That's like, fine. let's have some like weird kinky sex stuff. Not weird, sorry, kinky sex stuff. But we not can call her weird. But it's not weird. Uh, but not like when you're just talking about person that somebody that you see across the room and you're like, she's mine. I own her, and now nobody can look at her, including the guy who gave her sass at the coffee shop. I will murder him like don't you're gonna murder a lot of
2: people dude have you ever worked at a coffee shop they're sass everywhere i mean i've never worked in a coffee shop but i have worked in many a restaurant and you know what there's assholes every single fucking day and at the end of the day you have to look at yourself and go it's just a fucking steak calm the fuck down bro your ranch dressing can wait oh my god server nightmares are totally a real thing i have not served in eight years and i woke up like a month ago having a server nightmare where like everything Dude. just fucking went wrong and i couldn't find the fucking ranch which we live in the midwest you cannot not have ranch and yeah
1: <laughs>
2: got to have that ranch
1: so um one thing i really did like um is that even though like i feel like this is this is sort of Uh, half good half bad okay so they i feel like the character of wendy is two characters right yeah and i feel like that goes hand in hand with the type of experience that she somehow has in the bedroom (laughs) where she simultaneously has kinks that she would have no way of knowing that she has and is also a virgin um she's also timid shy and never speaks up for herself and is fully prepared to shoot her own father in the head right and she is those two characters always throughout the book like that's that doesn't just show up at the end it's throughout the entire yeah. book she'll like go from she'll go from i'm too shy to say anything i don't want to do it too i will fuck you up and you're like okay whoa whoa Wow, um, so, like I I love the some of the moments where she she like shocks the shit out of him because she she'll be like I think it was like their first date where she just decides she's like I'm
2: hopping in that lap <laughs> I'm getting right in now. there I want in there that, <laughs> I'm in that yeah lap. <laughs>
0: like I liked that moment but it also felt so odd to me from Wendy's perspective right? I agree with you I think like if she would have just stuck with Let's make Wendy bold. A little confident. And yeah, confident. And <laughs> instead of giving her like this virgin, shy girl background, just be like. Just make her a sasshole. Right. It's perfect. Just lead yes. into it. And even if, even yes. if she's like, I haven't done choking before, but I've watched porn and that's what I like to watch. So let's give it a shot. Like at least yeah. explain it that way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. One, <laughs> give us a reason. Yeah. One of my favorite of her sasshole moments though is at the dinner when she's like. The, at the gala? Yeah. Gala? At the gala when she's, you know, they're talking with her father and everything, and they're still at the table and everything. And he's like, her, her father was like, well, how did you even meet? And she goes, didn't she hear? He popped my cherry. And I was like, miss. Yeah, she was
0: very. Because <laughs> yes.
2: um... she was irritated as fuck at that point because he hadn't even noticed she was gone.
0: Well, and I, right. like, it, it, it. my little sensibilities uh, kind of are like, oh my, when she was being all forward and stuff, but I totally got it mm-hmm. because, yeah, her dad has basically abandoned her, has not been supporting, like, them at all, has not been there for John, and... So I get why you'd have a little outburst, even if it is in front of people. It was just, it was such a, like, I didn't expect her
2: to say, yeah. like, he made the cherry comment. And I was like, oh, sir. Mister. <laughs> Mister. <laughs> but then when she was like, didn't you hear? He popped my cherry. I'm like, oh, my God, I love you. Yeah, I, I just wanted her to be that I person say- and not the other
0: yeah, person. Yeah,
2: I would have liked to her to be the sassy, you yeah. know. Like, I realized she was uh-huh. raised in the world of glitz and glam, because, like she did say, she's been to a lot of the galas her entire life. She used to go with them all the time. Um, but, yeah, it was just, I was like, oh my God, what did she just say? Because I do. I really yeah. like her sassy when she loses her temper. Essentially is what happens Mm -hmm. when she loses her temper, she turns into a
0: sass and I like this sass. I'm like, can you just make that your Mm -hmm. entire personality? Well, especially if she would have leaned into the author would have leaned into that more. When Hook had to like basically beg for forgiveness mm-hmm. and had Wendy yes, be like, "Where did that go?" No, you don't just get to show up after fucking kidnapping me for days and holding me in like a dark room chained up and then mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, but I love you." Nah, nah, don't nah, work nah. like that, motherfucker.
1: No, well, and he didn't even say, "Oh, but I love you." He just sort of was like, "But I'm sexy," and she was like, "You're right, You're right." <laughs> like, what? I mean, he yes,
0: but that's not the point he needs to apologize yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like you I'd- can still have plenty of the sexy times with oh, him yeah. needing to apologize hate fucking i am here for that oh yeah i love me some hate fucking like
1: i yeah and and that's the thing i was like i was expecting i i honestly after the first time they had sex after like the whole kidnapping situation i was expecting her or hoping for her, I guess, to
2: be really mean to him. Oh yeah, take control in like, the bedroom. Oh, that yeah, would have yeah. been. And, and that that would have been, been fantastic. Like take him by that the been great. tie and just shove him. Oh yeah.
0: Yes. Like, listen, motherfucker. Yes. Fucker. And be yep. like,
2: listen,
1: asshole. I'm in charge now. I am the captain. Those just, are some oh. <laughs> my
0: favorite but bo- My favorite moments is when there's like a super like dominant man who, or, or like any figure, it doesn't, I don't care what yeah. gender it is. And then the other person is like, no, it is my time to be dominant. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, no,
2: that would have been fantastic. Yeah. Just be like, no, see, you have a lot of making up to do and I'm in charge now. Yes. On your knees, yeah, bitch. That would have been all, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would have made it
0: chef's kiss
2: because yeah then see and that's the thing just it's like i honestly think with some tweaks it would have been an absolutely
0: fantastic i think the bones are there i do think the bones are there the
2: bones
1: are there they just needed to make hook redeemable and and decide who wendy is yeah yeah because she can't this like she's she's two people embodying one body and it's not making sense (laughs) those those two things like really
2: made it hard to to get through i didn't have a hard time getting through it but um i will say i one of the things that i did really like is the nods to um peter pan because there's i mean so peter um john their last name is michael's yep um the bar is the jolly mm-hmm. roger um he calls her darling all the time
0: mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm.
2: the kids last names in, in peter pan um, Angela and Moira, yeah. Because in Peter Pan, it's mm-hmm. Wendy, Moira, Angela, Darling, Smee, Curly, all of that. I I really enjoyed those nods. It was you know right. They they were added at a very appropriate place to not
0: make it the Peter Pan story, and it also didn't feel heavy handed. It wasn't like, okay, you're just putting this in here because it's Peter Pan. It was just like, oh yeah, I get it. I get it. Oh, uh, Peter's right. assistant was Tina Bell
1: fuck that bitch right fuck and that it bitch like peter Panning, yeah you know or
2: something like yeah. that it's yeah
1: where it's like okay it's aggressive
2: yeah no it was but, it, they were nice yeah. like nods to it without shoving it down your throat which i did appreciate
1: i will say regardless of the description of whatever uh i mean i i think i kept the like tattoos in mind but regardless of the description that they made for James, the entire time I was picturing, uh, uh, Killian from Once Upon a Time. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. fair.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. I was
1: like, I don't give a shit.
2: I mean, he's Captain Hook. <laughs> yeah, he's so cute. Oh, he's so pretty. So cute. I also oh, have a God. weird love for Rumble Stiltskin. And
0: I do too. He's a great
2: character. Mila had a good time. That's all I'm saying. I just, it's it's a weird, like, I haven't even seen all that much of it, but, like, there's moments in there that I'm like, I
0: don't think I'm supposed to be attracted to him. I think that was a pretty common response, though, if I remember correctly, is everyone was just like, but this guy. But this guy. <laughs> I, I really did. I was sitting there watching going, I, but. See, he's a redeemable villain.
2: Yeah. Yes. From what I saw, yes.
0: I never really had a decent picture of James in my brain. Again, I, I don't picture people at all, so that's why. Yeah, fair enough. But I just like, I didn't get the like, why are you hot? I did. Like, you keep telling me he's hot, but I haven't figured out why Yeah, yet. I know. I, it's just a, it's just a <laughs> gut thing with me. I'm like, mm, hi, friend. But, to be fair, the same thing in the book. She kept just saying, oh, he's hot. And I'm like, but why though? <laughs> but why? <laughs> I don't know. But no, I agree. He's a dick, and
2: but I still want to do naughty things with him.
0: Listen, do I want to do naughty things with him? Yes. Do I want to then marry him? Nay, nay. Yeah,
2: no.
1: Nah.
0: No, I don't want to marry him. I just want to let him do naughty things to me.
1: I found his lead-up fantastic, and then I was like, <sighs> all right, no. You had a little wah-wah in the middle? Wah, wah. This, this, I think, Liz, is the hotness that you're missing. You know, you know how there's like that one guy at the bar that like you can't put your finger on it like he's attractive or whatever, but like he's not so attractive that he should be as hot as he is, you know, and there's but there's something about him that you just you're like, oh, my God, all the girls are like, wow, I just he's hot that's the vibe i got from from james like you're just like
2: drawn into his power drawn in yeah so he's rumpelstiltskin sure Sure. um (laughs) no
1: more like i'm trying to think of a good character comparison come back to me alex (laughs) karev when i've got a good one no but he's alex karev is attractive only only when he becomes a real man until then he looks skeezy
2: well i know i was more going across the he's a bit of a dick but there's something there and then he (laughs) turns into a really wonderful lovely human that i'm (laughs) a little in love with but he was a dick like when that show started off alex karev was a dick yeah he was the person you don't want to end up with and then it was like oh but he
0: he fixes babies Hook don't fix no babies. No hook don't fix no babies. (laughs) I didn't get. I didn't get the switch right. There was the big switch to them, kind of like, um, hating each other and like being mad or not resolving their issues, and it immediately went into the like we are in love.
2: Yeah, I just
0: didn't get that switch. There
2: needed to be more Mm -hmm. to that because he needed one. He needed to do some fucking graveling. He literally changed her to a wall for three days, but. Yeah, there needed to be more to him. Like, he had already been kind of falling for her, but also he thought she betrayed him at first. So, like, there needed to be more build up to him realizing she hadn't and switching into and then, yeah, needing to fix what he fucking did because it was yeah. extreme, to say the least. the least. I know. What? Okay.
1: Okay. All right. We came back to you yes spike before you get to know him spike from buffy before spike from buffy before you get to know anything about him like in like season you just,
0: two when he just shows up when he just shows up he's and like hot, there's something though.
1: like he is he's a little
0: objectively hot. hot
1: yeah that's what i'm saying like there's that's what i'm saying like
2: there's something about him that's hot if you say so i haven't seen buffy so i can't what
0: hold up rewind what I love you you got net i don't even know if it's on netflix i don't know what it's on you have something watch it i think it's on hulu now you can you can if this first season is 290s and for you you can skip past it that's fine you can jump into the second season <laughs> you'll be a little confused but it's okay But you shouldn't look it's like 13 episodes of the first season just grin and bear it and then get to the second season and shit goes yes. down yes but yes,
1: no, the, the way that, like, Spike is the bad guy. He is the bad guy, right? And there's, like, n- at that point, you have no reason to think there's anything redeemable about him. And he's going to go, I'll, I'll go face vampire, right? Um, And that's all he is, right? Um, And he's definitely brought in, like, we didn't brought him in to be the foible of, like, vampires aren't sexy. Like, that's why he was brought so in. So he brought
0: in a guy um, and who he's still hot. is hot. Gave him a leather right. jacket and gave him all of the fucking sass in the world and a British accent. Yeah, he's not. No gonna one said Joss Whedon has ever understood. <laughs> That's women. fair. No one. Oh, he. Oh, he would be hot. Yeah, he's hot. He is
2: hot. I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. And then you started describing. I'm like, James Marsden. Yeah, yeah. hot. So hot. I have, <laughs> um, but anyway, i have a bit of a thing for bad boys. My point, anyway.
0: my point being like that's that's really? the like vibe yes. I think that he's giving off. I mean, if I do go back and reread the book and I picture Spike the entire time, can I buy into it more? Probably.
1: Anywho, so this book for us was definitely a TikTok made me buy it. Um, and in that vein, what do we think about it overall? Did TikTok lead us astray? Did TikTok? um lead us to our next favorite spicy
2: book danny what is your spice rating for this book okay so my spice rating on this it wasn't like it was dark and broody and i liked that but it wasn't like super spicy the only thing that it was kind of spicy is they did move into like the choking fetish a little bit so i would say
0: maybe a three I gotta be honest I'm right there with you I'm confused as to why TikTok keeps telling me this is super super spicy because I'm like it's not gargoyle spicy and I know we keep comparing everything to gargoyles (laughs) but it's like a good baseline it it really Um, is it was a good spice novel so i would agree with the three congratulations
1: lillian lark we officially like your show oh yes yeah. so
0: lillian lark you are you are the the comparison of everything right now yes i'm, I'm <laughs> currently reading the basilisk one and
2: am very excited about have it. have you figured out where the penises come from yet? i
0: have it's good it's good
2: god damn now i'm the only one who doesn't know where the penises come from well maybe you should uh, read the the uh, basilisk one <laughs>
1: Well, Liz is already up my ass about reading the next like that time I got drunk book. So like, I
2: I got a none list. of these are
0: long. Get your life together. <laughs> I got a lot of shit to read, Liz. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but what about you, Wigs? Where are you sitting on the spice level?
1: You know what? Like, I really didn't think it was that spicy. It's
2: it's not it, that. I I only put it at a three because yeah. of the choking aspect. But other yeah. than that, no, it's it's really not super spicy intense yeah so i get but not spicy
1: yeah honestly is it the i j- i question a little bit is it really that much more spicy than a
0: bridgerton book i don't know it has more sex scenes than a bridgerton book i will indeed. tell you that indeed well, yeah uh,
1: per per
2: per uh per page yes
1: so yeah i guess i'll go with, like 2.5 okay. i feel
0: you i feel you yeah.
2: All right, and then next is the romance. How do we feel about the romance? Yes.
0: How did you feel about the romance? Zero. Dude, I'm like at a one.
2: Yeah, same. It It's not a good romance story, which no. is probably why I like it more than anything. I am so weird. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm doing this with you guys sometimes.
0: It's <laughs> an excuse to hang out with us.
2: I mean, do I need an excuse to hang out with you?
1: <laughs> no, nah, I just, I don't want them to be together at the end. Yeah. I, I'm like fearful for her fucking life i'm fearful for the fucking children i like this is not a happy ending zero this is a zero if i could give it a zero but i guess i'll give it one star because that's the lowest i can go
0: so fair enough yeah i also gave it a one just because there was no romance to me it yeah. was mm-hmm. we want to fuck and then we're somehow magically in love
2: yeah which, it does no. happen a lot in romance novels, quite frankly. And I'm sick of it, goddammit. it! Does every time. Because, I'm sorry, that's not love, it's lust.
1: Well, and this is the second book I've read in l- this month, where they're like, oh, finally we're together. Finally! Bitch, finally! It's been a couple You've days. T- back off. <laughs> what? Like, you got nothing on Romeo and Juliet at this point. Like, call me your tits. Jesus H. Roosevelt. I'm going to fucking punch you in the tit. Like, I'm so mad about this. And it gets me heated. I'm genuinely heated. No,
0: know. I just need time to pass. It doesn't even need to be time that, like, is documented in the book. You could just literally say, and three months later, and I would go, okay, cool. This feels better. Yeah. Same. Yes.
1: You, you know what? You can say I'm not romantic or whatever, but I, I do not believe in love at first sight. And I certainly I don't, don't believe in love at first fuck. Okay? Like, that's bullshit. Same. Okay?
2: <laughs> no, I'm exactly the same way. Love at first sight does do not is not a thing. not fuck her into mm-hmm.
1: falling in love with you. That doesn't make sense.
0: And I'm tired of reading it. And I'm just... Oh, as, God, I'm so annoyed as with As someone who theoretically or on paper or potentially whatever is living out her love at first sight life no it doesn't go like what they put in these fucking books
2: yes
1: right
0: i mean i'm telling you it don't work like that
1: no how could it it doesn't make sense Mm -mm. there's and like i get that it's a fantasy but, like, my fantasy is not to go completely deranged. And that's what you would have to do in order for this to right. fucking yeah. work, right? Yeah. Like, to to meet eyes with somebody and be like, yes, I will obsess with of you. And I'm so in love with you. And we're going to have babies together. And it's going to be amazing. And I will never think of anyone else. Who is anyone else? I don't know. Because I'm in love with
0: you. What? No. Ew. I would rather die. I just want I would rather <laughs> a solid die. romance. It doesn't need to be, like, gooey, ooey fucking romance good that will make me want to pull my eyeballs out it just needs to feel like like i want like the friendship romance yeah you can see why they're together and then i need real good fucking and i need a somewhat decent plot that i care about like i do like watching
2: their like friendship relationship or enemy relationship turn into a friendship and into more right i I need the time Mm -hmm. spent in the relationship not the i instantly love
0: him that's bullshit and i need the goofy moments and the goofy scenes in the book that aren't like oh this cute thing happened but it's just like like fun flirty bickering Mm -hmm. like i love the flirty bickering that shit's good But getting getting back to this problem,
1: no, no, I gotta I gotta beat this dead horse one more time.
0: I'm sorry, no, I have
1: to, I have to, I have to, I have to. This is my PSA to any like romance authors who might give a fuck. I doubt that anyone does, (laughs) but like, I don't know why everyone has abandoned our the model of of Jane Eyre of of Jane Austen. Excuse me, Um, why? She's like a fucking legend for a reason. Why can't you like why can't you do sexy Jane Austen? Well, because
0: it takes too long. Right? Like you can't get to the So if you're saying to do that, the back and forth, the bickering, the trying to like come together thing, how do you do that with inserting sex within the first at least first half of the book?
1: Well, okay. Like you don't have to it doesn't have to be a period romance. No 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 I'm not saying it has to be a period romance. I'm just saying like
0: There has to be something that happens in the beginning that they want to want to be boning. I, th-
1: I just think that like that dynamic of having people who aren't like people have sex all the time who aren't in love. Oh, it doesn't like uh-huh. all the time. Like so like there's no reason that you have to jump to I've had sex. Now I'm in love with you or yeah. I'm in love with you and now i have going to have sex with you. Like you don't have to.
2: Yeah, you don't have to do one or the other
0: the simultaneous timing of this like right like just tell me tell me a real story where it's like okay we went on three dates we had sex and then there's the like the the roommate conversation or something later like okay so do you like him and and she's like i don't know like you don't really know each other that well but i mean the sex was good like just give me that and then have more dates where they actually do start to like each other yeah and then more sex yes
1: or, or you know, like, you can spread out them getting to know each other over a, a variety of chapters. Yeah. Like, it doesn't all have to happen. We do not have to see every moment of them getting to know each other, right? You can give us highlights.
2: Yeah, we even a mention of we did this on this day or we did this on this day, you know.
1: Right. I just, I, I, I don't know why they
0: have to be this condensed storytelling. I think that's because that's what people are reading right now. Like, if you look at... You know the the stuff that people are reading, especially like on Ku, it's all books that are around fifty thousand words, mm-hmm. which is short.
2: Yeah, I mean, this but. one was only three hundred yeah. pages. It was not a long book,
0: and that's Kindle pages. That's yeah. not like printed pages. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like I'm. I I I, I need more to chew on. I guess so. Anyway. I, I will I will stop badgering about this
0: for for a minute. Well, for it's minute. gonna come back in a second because we still have to give our overall ratings. Overall ah! ratings. <laughs> Wiggles, you do yours first, cause you're gonna chomp at the
1: bit. I I gave this a two. It wasn't for me. I mean, there were moments that I liked. Like uh I feel like uh I've said this too much to the point where i'm i'm starting to sound like a broken record but i feel like with some tweaking this book could have been good but there was there were just too many things that i couldn't get past number one that i I understand don't come for me do not like nobody better come for me and be like he was supposed to be a villain i fucking know there's a difference between being a villain and being a bad person right and we we know that because there are so many other versions of captain hook where we understand the difference between where he's a villain and where he's a bad person and this guy was just a bad person so i don't like i can't root for them and because of that this was not an enjoyable book for me to read wait so. can i ask you a question
0: yeah. or like this is a yeah. this is a, a a question about um what should we think about romance novels in general So do you think because we consume, we being the populi, consume romance novels at such a a speed that people have to write shorter, maybe even less edited or less thought out books because you need to get shit out the door because our consumption of it is so fast as compared to like big fantasy epics or sci-fi novels?
2: Probably.
1: I feel like that's probably true if you're well okay obviously anybody who's writing a book wants to be noticed wants to make money off of it and that is not a bad thing i want to be very clear about that like people deserve to have their their artistry noticed by the audience that they want to target and they deserve to profit from it but i think that there is pressure to continuously be, especially if you are indie pubis- publishing mm-hmm. um, and are doing things like putting things out on Ku and are doing all this work by yourself. You have to continuously be putting stuff out there, um, so your name still rises to the top as like this is this author has this out and this out and this out and this out, um, unless you're somebody who has a big name publisher behind
0: you doing some of that work for you. Yeah, I do. Well, if you think about it too, if you look at a lot of the the romance authors that we've read some of them have an insane amount of books under their belt like katie roberts i think has written like 140 150 books
1: yeah yes and it's to me i wonder i genuinely wonder what um these authors are capable of without that pressure i and it comes all the way back around to I don't understand, I genuinely don't understand why these publishing companies are so adverse to investing in these authors. There clearly is a market for it, there clearly is a justification to invest in it. Why not? And I understand that I am not a business minded person, that's not my skill set. (laughs) Um, So maybe I'm missing some critical piece of information, Um, but I would think that. With this market on the rise, you'd want a piece of that pie. But, yeah. Liz. Oh, shit. What was your overall rating? Ha <laughs> You can't
0: get out of it, bitch. I feel bad. I think I kind of hate rated this. So, <laughs> it might not be as low as I rated it, but I did give it a one. Fair enough. I There are just some Dang. really key things that I could not get past. And they're minor. They're like... He used the word females, James did females in the beginning of the book and I was like, listen, oh, yeah. there is ugh. no yeah. no world where I can now love you. He did sort of give off Andrew Tate vibes, which like ugh. so that's me. Danny, bring us back up. End us on a positive note. My overall rating I think is like a three. I I don't think it's
2: like the greatest book ever, but I did like the intensity. Um not necessarily the intention of a lot of things, but uh, the intensity. The the feels behind it sometimes I liked. Um, but yeah, not the greatest, but I didn't hate it either. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like wall sex energy. And he had it.
1: Like. <sighs> he he you're Okay, mm. so
2: he had wall sex energy to you? A little bit. Not like. The perfect wall sex energy. I've read many a book with the perfect wall sex energy. It's not that.
0: But. I think the problem is, Danny is you rolled into this fucking podcast and you said, here is an amazing, beautiful monster romance. And we said, yes, oh my God, this is amazing. Yes. At least I did. You know, whatever.
2: And. (laughs) Wiggles
0: mm, also enjoyed Gargoyles. And the. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And. Now I'm like, well, Danny picks good books. And I thought that you didn't pick a good book by any means, but this wasn't Gargoyles. And I'm just sitting here like pouting because I'm like, there's no tale okay. at all in this. <laughs> but I have. <laughs> there
2: not was not any tale. It's going to be a creature romance. Okay. I know. I am But also, in my defense, I had not read this previously. No, no, Whereas, no yeah, this has nothing to do with your picks or anything. Yeah. I'm just Whereas no. Gargoyles, I had read it and was yeah. like, hey, here's the thing, girls. We need to read this, please. I would love to reread it. I think I think as we start going
1: into things completely blind, we need to start preparing ourselves for there are going to be things we're not ready for. Um <laughs> <laughs> like good and bad, you know, the that's just the the roll of the dice. Um, you know, like the the book that I uh oh god, what was the name of the title again? Um, Don't Don't Hex and Drive. I, um I went into that totally blind. I had read the first book in that quote series, but the it was it was way more uh, how do I put this? Um, wall sex energy, as Danny <laughs> says. Um, then the other one was, because the other one was very, was like, the first one in the series was like, definitely possessive werewolf energy. Um, and so I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you just got to go into a book blind and be like, yeah, this is what's happening. Um, and sometimes you're going to go into a book blind and go, Oh. This is what's happening.
2: Okay. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Indeed.
0: Okay. With all of that. You got to roll them dice. uh, What would be your recommendations? I don't know if I have any for like, like this one.
2: Problem is half the time I read these books and then I don't remember what the name of a That is them
0: 100% are. my fault. My problem too is I'm like, okay, I read this. On to the next.
2: Yeah, like I just I, like cuz I've read quite a few like mafia romances and stuff. Ooh, anything that is um there are a motor um uh, motorcycle club romances are kind of a jam and are a little in this way. Not quite, but a little bit. Are you
0: thinking of a specific series?
2: There is. There's multiple series, but like, yeah. Of course there are. You can always like go type MC club or MC romance. And usually they're pretty spicy. Wigs.
1: Uh, I guess I recommend fan fiction. Again? We're back here again. That's what this is. (laughs) Uh, I recommend Archive of Our Own. The girls who get it, get it. The girls who don't, don't.
0: I'm um, well, we don't. Don't category, so. Uh, <laughs> We're not a part of the cool kids, I guess. <laughs> nope. Archive of Our Own is uh, a fan fiction website
1: where there's a, a smut to your heart's desire. You you input what you want, you'll find it. Um, and you'll find weird shit you didn't want to find. Is this an
0: active website or just something that you discovered? It's an active website. Oh, okay. Um okay. Yeah. I would suggest, so the only books that I've really read that I can remember in this vein are by Willow Winters. Okay. And she writes a lot of mafia romances that feel very similar to this. I remember reading one of hers. I really wish I remembered the names of the ones I have read um, that started off with like a kidnapping thing. And there was one where the wife inherited the, the mafia debt of her like, ex-shitty husband and had to pay it off and like anyway so maybe go check those out yeah but if you're looking for fantasy stuff obviously there's a whole fucking realm of shit there but the thing that i'm really into right now that isn't romance but is fantasy and is dark fantasy is never after the D series by dimension 20 it's a lot of Ooh. fantasy retellings Ooh. in a like horror-based setting Oh yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah.
2: Oh, you
1: know what? Actually, I do. Ha- I do have a recommendation. If you're not looking for the sexy time version of this, mm. it's a little bit of an older series, but it was really good. I never got to the end of it because um, it got pulled off of the platform I was watching it on, and I, I think it's now on Amazon. But like, I don't. I got rid of my Amazon Prime. Anyway, it's called Grimm. Oh, I remember. Oh, I like Grimm. Grimm. Yeah yeah um and the premise is that basically this guy is a grim who as in like Grimm's fairy tales grim and his he can see this these creatures in a way that other people can't and uh so all the fairy tales are are sort of like retold under this under this like very specific um modern retelling where he is a police officer who's also navigating this like hidden world and a lot of times it's really dark because they're murderers and things like that so yeah i i do have a recommendation that that really goes well with that grim good show or at least it was in the first few seasons i i didn't get to finish it cool
2: i'll have to check that out again because i haven't seen i started watching it and then Same. adhd took the wheel and i switched to something else And kind of forgot about it. But now I'm like, oh, yeah,
0: Graham. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of the recommendations. Any final words? What are your last words? pated
2: Triscidekaphobia.
0: Well. (laughs) You uh walked into that one, Liz. What? I I set you guys up for something exciting and funny, and then I didn't get either of your jokes. So I'm just going to move on. Um (laughs) So, folks, thanks for listening to our thoughts and opinions on Hooked. If you agree or disagree, you can certainly let us know. We don't shame anybody's thoughts or opinions on any sort of books. We're just happy if folks are reading and consuming things out there by the plethora of authors that exist. So you can find us out on all of the socials at Wrong Jackets or Wrong Dust Jackets, depending on the social. Um, And you can also find us on our website at wrongdustjackets.com. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.